So look, mamas, here is the reason why I started this movement in the first place. This is why I thought it was so important, because quite frankly, I got tired of talking to my mom friends, talking to folks in the community, and moms just were completely checked out. Like, didn't know what was happening, wasn't engaged. I was like, hey, sis, did you hear about this law or this referendum or XYZ happening or the, the curfew that's happening and Buckhead or whatever it was? And they'd be like, girl, uh-uh, I haven't heard about that. And I'm like, y'all, but you need to know. This impacts your kids, mamas, okay? We have to be aware and informed. Like, I get it. There's information overload. I understand you are sick of the news. It is a drag. It is depressing. But there are other ways for you to get involved, and I am asking you you and inviting you to join me on this very important mission. And let me tell you why. Not only is it important for us to show up and do our jobs as mamas and parents and making sure that we have our ears to the ground, but it is also important that we empower our schools. When our schools see that parents are involved, when they see that mamas care, when they see us showing up to volunteer, just, you know, have a kind word or bring the granola bar, or the juice boxes or whatever, they start to understand that, you know what, we can do this because teachers are having a hard time with morale. And and, you know, administrators are having a hard time. Like, this is going to take a village. They cannot do it themselves. And you know what, mamas? Just, you know, truth time and real talk. I hear a lot of mamas complaining about what's going on in the school. My kid ain't getting this and the teacher isn't doing that and the school isn't doing this. But what are we doing, mamas, to fill in that gap, to make a difference and to make a change? It starts at home. It starts with us. And a lot of times, you know, we have the, the criticism, we have the critique, we have a list of all the challenges and the problems, but we're not coming with solutions. OK, we're smarter than that. We're better than that, and I'm challenging us to step up to the plate, okay? So if you have any ideas, jot them down and share them with your school. I promise you they will welcome it. Like, I guarantee you if you show up to your kid's school tomorrow and you have an idea for an initiative or a plan or a program, they likely will welcome you with open arms. Might have to tweak it, might have to adjust it, but our schools are that hungry, all right, and that much in need of our support and our input and volunteerism. And mamas, today, I am so excited to talk to you about a new initiative that I have. It is the bomb. I'm going to just tell you, like, it is already underway. And that is mom engagement. Like, when, you know, when the pandemic hit and after everything unfolded, it got really difficult. Like, we were just trying to tread water and keep our head above water and survive. And frankly, I get it. If you are tired, if you are over it, if your list of to-do things have just you know, just ex exponentially grown. If you feel like you are inundated and overwhelmed with things, with stuff to do, you know, with the list that won't stop, you're thinking, I cannot add parental engagement to my list. But I'm here to tell you that you can and you have to, okay? Because what has happened in the last, you know, few months is, you know, this world and this country, you know, frank, frankly, coming off the hinges. So we've had a Black History AP course that is not allowed in the state of Florida. You know, folks want to rewrite history and whitewash and act like slavery and Reconstruction and the Civil Rights Movement didn't happen. I don't know why they want to pretend and play, but, you know, our kids' learning and ideas and culture, all of that is at stake, and that's why parental engagement is so key. You know, we also have, you know, kids that are struggling with mental health. Y'all, if I hear about another school shooting, 
If I hear about another kid losing their lives senselessly, like something has got to give and something has got to stop. And, you know, what I think the problem is and one of the challenges is we're so overwhelmed. You know, we've been desensitized and numb with some of the, you know, day-to-day challenges. We just don't have the bandwidth as mamas to deal with every single emergency. But I'm here to tell you that I'm going to give you the tools and all of, you know, the tips that you need to engage, to be an active participant, to show up at the table, to make your voice heard, to make sure that whatever your concern is, you know, as a mom in whatever season of life you're in or whatever stage your kid is in, you deserve to speak up and have your voice heard. And that is what today is about. So we are launching this National Initiative Mamas, calling on all the mamas, calling on the tribe and calling on the village to show up and show out in our schools. And let me tell you what that looks like, okay? It basically comes down to what I call the three Ps, all right, mama? And that's real simple. That is parenting, that's policy, and that's power. All right. And all of this begins at home. And so obviously we understand that as moms, we are parenting as best we can. We are using all the tools in our toolboxes to make sure that our kids are happy and whole and well adjusted. But the other two pieces that we also have to deal with are the policy. Like you have to understand what's going on at the local level and what's going on at the state level. We can no longer afford to check out and not know what's going on. And then with that knowledge, with that information, mamas, comes power. Like you can do amazing things when you are equipped and you understand what's going on and you can do even more amazing things when you gather together because there is nothing like a group okay of determined moms who are getting together and using the full force of their power to make change not only in their communities but their schools and at home so that's what we're talking about today there is so much at stake but I want you to know that you don't have to do huge things to make a difference we talked about this before activism can happen in small ways it can just be volunteering some of your time. It can be investing or, you know, adopting a community or family who's in need. It can be volunteering and, you know, showing up with a food basket or snacks for kids who may be food insecure and don't necessarily have what they need after school. It can be bringing some books to create a new library for the kids to make sure they have what they need or creating a club. Whatever it is you feel the need is at your school, in your community, mamas, we got to stand in the gap. Okay, it is our job to make sure that we are showing up for our kids and nobody knows better than a mama what their baby needs. And nobody knows better than a mama what is at stake in terms of what's happening with our school and with our community. So with that being said, Mama, circling back to those three Ps, I cannot emphasize it enough, and that is the parenting and the policy, and after that, the power. You have to be very clear on each of those. Let me start with parenting, okay? So look, I am not a parenting expert, but I am a mama, okay? And I am an expert on what it takes for me to effectively raise my child. And let me say this. You may have a kid who is challenging you and testing your last nerve in every way. I get it. They may be in the terrible two or threes. They may be entering elementary school and, you know, acting out differently. You may have a tween that's feeling themselves, okay? You may have a teen that's really testing you and trying boundaries. Wherever you are in that stage of motherhood, whatever season you find yourself in, look, mama, I got you, okay? And I understand. And what I'm here to tell you is 
this is what I've really learned about parenting. This is a contact sport, okay? This is an ever-evolving thing. What your kid needed from you yesterday is not what they need next week or even next year. And our job is to tap into that deep part of ourselves, okay, because parenting is about evolution and making sure that we are rising to the occasion to parent in the way our kid needs in that moment. That may be, you know, leaning in a little bit more. That may be extra time in terms of supporting with homework. That may be restructuring how you discipline. That may be, you know, putting them in other activities that enrich them, that develop them, that help them with character or focus or whatever it is. And so the thing about parenting is you have to be ready to pivot at any given moment. You have to be up for the challenge. And I get it. It's exhausting. You may need to take a breath, but that is what we're here for. So whether that is conscious parenting or whether that is hands-on parenting or helicopter parenting, whatever style you choose to practice, I want you to own it. And I want you to understand that it's okay if you're tired. And it's okay if you feel like, you know, everything isn't working. That's all right, mama, because your kids notice that discipline and that consistency, that's what's needed. There is no perfect way to parent. Don't let anybody tell you differently, all right? Because some of the biggest, quote, parenting experts are people hypothesizing about what they think it is. And then when the rubber hits the road, it's something completely different, right? Because the best parents are the ones who, you know, don't have kids and are telling you how to parent. And you're like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work for me, sis. You have to custom tailor it to the needs of your kid, but I want you to feel empowered, mama, to show up for your kid exactly as they need you to be. And then, mamas, after you get clear on your parenting style and philosophy, I want you to lean into policy. Now, I get it. You know, mamas are like, I don't have time to watch the news. I don't have time to read the paper. I don't even know what all is going on in the community. But I want you to do this, okay? If you are overwhelmed, if there is so much information that your head is spinning, then pick a particular issue that matters to your child and focus on that. One thing, that's all you have to do. You can make a sea change focusing on one thing. Let's say you have a child who may be on the spectrum and has autism, then you can lean into special services that your kid needs, because I promise you that's a full-time job. Or maybe you have noticed that your kid is you know, just having an issue with technology or a tech addiction or whatever it is. You can you know, sign up for committees and volunteer in ways to get kids outside and playing and having other ways to have fun and engage that don't involve tech okay or maybe you feel like you know what I'm not necessarily feeling like this school is as diverse as it needs to be maybe I need to see some other kids of color or teachers of color so maybe your initiative is I want to diversify my kids school experience and if that is what your mission is, then you focus on that. You talk to the faculty and staff about finding ways to increase the diversity of the student body or perhaps the students. So whatever it is, that's what you have to do. Stop focusing on 500 things. You cannot affect change, mama, in a thousand different ways. But what you can do is pick one thing that is near and dear to your heart and you can research it, you can dive into it, you know, you can make sure you are well-versed on that particular thing and watch magical things happen when you educate yourself on that. Hey, mamas, be sure to subscribe to my podcast, Motherhood is Political, to stay informed and fill your cup. You don't want to miss it. And, you know, mamas, to piggyback on that policy piece, let me give you a couple of hacks in terms of how you can actually get involved at the local level, okay? There are three particular places I want you to show up. You don't have to go everywhere, but focus on these three. The first one are PTA meetings, okay? If I talk to another school and they say they are begging and pleading for parents and mamas to show up, like they are trying all kinds of tricks and theatrics and food or whatever because they cannot get people to show up. Like it is crazy 
cricket. Now, when it's time for the games, we are there in full force. And when it's time for the pep rallies and the fun stuff, the parents are there. But it is like pulling teeth, getting mamas to show up at these PTA meetings. Y'all, show up. Okay, even if you can't go to every single one, you will be amazed how much you find out. And you will also be amazed how much you can really positively impact your kid by being the parent that's there. Because you know what happens for kids who have parents who show up? They get attention from their teachers. They make sure that the teacher, you know, makes that extra call. They make sure that the teacher or the administrator, you know, the, the principal is making sure that that kid is in their line of sight and they are looking out for that kid. So not only is it about being involved, but it's making sure that your kid is going to have an advocate because I promise you that parents, you know, who show up for their kids make a huge difference. Teachers notice, administration uh, notices it, and faculty notices it, all right? So make sure you're showing up for those PTA meetings. Furthermore, I'm talking mama's school board meetings. Okay, I get it. It's not the sexiest thing to show up for. It's not the coolest thing to show up for, but you damn near, you know, need to show up for it because that's what impacts policy at a local level. That is what affects the kinds of books that are in your kids' schools and the curriculum that they're learning. I need y'all to understand there is a whole movement, okay, that is happening at the local movement. I mean, at the local level, certain parents are being recruited to run for school board seats. And you know why it's easy? Because don't nobody want the job and nobody is showing up. And so part of the time, some of the folks who are showing up are the folks who are getting these positions. They are impacting everything from what your kid is learning to the books that are in that school, to the curriculum that they're able to learn, to what sign is on the door and what it's called. I mean, you name it, the school boards set that policy. And if you want to be in that number and if you want to understand what's at stake, you have to show up to these meetings, okay? Okay, even if it's just once a year, mama, that's the challenge. All right. Finally, city council meetings. All right. Again, I understand it's not the sexiest thing. I completely get it. But you will understand so much about what's going on, where your tax dollars are going. OK, what's going on in terms of infrastructure? What's happening with the bus route? What's going on with, you know, funding? Funding is so key. So schools that get the funding they need get the resources they need. And schools that have the resources they need have happier, better educated students. You can't afford to sit on the sidelines and, again, complain about what's happening or the gentrification or this has happened and that's happened. You have to put yourself at the table and pull up a chair to get the seat at the table to make sure that you are well-versed on all of these things. All right, so to recap, that's the PTA meeting, Mama. That's the school board meeting and that's the city council meeting. Those are three places you want to make sure you're showing up. And so you know what else I want you to understand? I want you to get a little bit of information on how funding works at the federal level, really how the federal government works, period, when it comes to your kids' education. Okay, about 7% of the dollars that go into public schools are funded at the federal level. And then you've got about 46% at the local level and 47% at the state level. So you can see kind of the tier there and how important that is. And this is how the funding goes, Mama. So just in case you were wondering, like, what special kind of buckets these go into, to, let me break it down. You have a huge chunk that is for English learners. Y'all ever heard of like ESL? Okay, a big chunk of money goes to that. So that's one. The other one is to low income and disadvantaged students. That's another big bucket in terms of federal and state dollars. And then students with disabilities. So mamas, if you have a young person or a student or your baby who is dealing with a physical uh, or perhaps a different disability, then there is a bucket of money that they are entitled to. You need to know that. 
Also selected grade levels, depending on what grade your kid is in. Um, and then also career and technical vocational training. Look, lots of kids are gonna go to college and that is great, but for some kids, Vocational training is the way. Technical training is the way. Don't poo-poo on that, all right? And don't look past it. It is vitally important. And so if your kid is not necessarily interested or ready for a four-year college degree or maybe even a two-year degree, technical and career training is available, and there are buckets of dollars that we should be accessing at the local level for those programs. And then you also have gifted and talented, all right? So if you have a kid that's really, really good at math or science or STEM or computer science, there's a pot of money that is available for gifted and talented students. So that's what I mean about understanding where the dollars go and where the money flows and understanding that. The other thing, mamas, that you need to understand is how loans and student loans and student aids are set up. It is different now. And you better educate yourself today and fast because if you have a kid who is college bound or on that track, you got to understand FAFSA. You got to understand how the student loan process works. You've got to educate your kid about that. And the way it set up now is before, you know, back in the day when we were going to college, a student used to be able to pretty much apply for that loan. They could say, hey, I have a hardship or my parents don't have enough money and they could get that loan primarily in their name. They are now trying to make sure parents are on the hook, okay? Because a lot of these kids are defaulting on loans. They're not making enough money. And so I want you to be very clear on what your financial obligation is going to be for your kids' education. How much student debt are they going to have? How can you be fiscally responsible and make sure they don't owe $100,000 until they're 60, okay? Paying off student loans in their retirement. And also, mamas, helping them apply for scholarships and other grants so you can cut into that. You do not want your kid's future being mortgaged by student loan debt. Okay, you don't want them handicapped before they get out the gate. And so understanding how the federal loan process works, how the student loan process works at the federal level is absolutely key if you want to set your kid up for success. So look, mama, your kids' education should be a help, not a hindrance, okay? This is supposed to set them up for success, and it's supposed to set you up for success as well. And that is what this is all about. I want you to understand that the more you know, the more knowledge you have, the better informed you are. You know, the better your kid is going to be, and the better parent, quite frankly, you're going to be as well. Like, you cannot be in the dark about what's going to happen. You cannot afford to say, you know what, I just don't have time. I can't find out. You do have time, mama, and I'm going to give you the tools to do it. I'm starting this initiative because I get that you have a thousand things, mama. I get that your to-do list is a mile long. I get that you have things that you're juggling. I get that you are, you know, managing things at home. You probably have a full-time job. You've got maybe multiple kids and it is a lot, but we can do it together. We can do hard things. I promise you. And that is what this initiative is all about. It's to lighten the load. It's to make it easier. It's to cut through the jargon and the big speak and the, you know, government talk that can be intimidating and break it down for busy mamas who don't necessarily have the time to weed through all the information. I've got you and that's what I'm here for. So mamas, I just want to invite you to join me for this movement. I know that we can do it. I know that it is past time. And you know what? You know, I'm finding lately that a lot of people are showing up in the comments. They really underestimate the power of a smart mom, okay? They are really underestimating what you know and how we're showing up. And I want you to not be, you know, discouraged by that. I don't want you to be, you know, deterred by haters or naysayers or anything like that. I don't want you to be deterred by people who are saying, oh, girl, these kids are so bad and you can't do anything and it's just helpless. And that's not true. That's not true at all. So when you come with a made up mind and when you come with the information in hand, watch what's going to happen.
right? Watch what you're capable of. Watch what you can do when you mobilize other mamas and you start to show up in your communities and in your schools ready to work, all right? We're talking about rolling up the sleeves and just getting down with the get down. So I want to invite you to, you know, join in, join the community. The link is there. I want you to sign up. I want you to tune into the podcast. I want you to tune in to, you know, the shorts and all of the episodes. So make sure that you have all the information and the tools because with the community, you have a safe space. You know, you realize you're not alone, that you're not doing this by yourself and that, you know, it truly does take a village and that's what we're here for. Is motherhood feeling more and more like a struggle? Then you should head on over and join my community where we have tons of resources, tools, and tips full of moms just like you who are handling their business and getting it done. And finally, Mama, it's power. And I want you to know that you should never underestimate the power you have, both individually and collectively, to create a movement and to create change. Like, I am talking, it is huge, both in terms of how your dollars are spent, where your money goes, and where your money flows, okay? Because money talks. Funding is what makes a huge difference. So let me talk a little bit of a second about the money part. Fundraising is often so key. So, you know, we'll get hit up for those, you know, fundraisers, the the double good popcorn or the chocolate or the Girl Scouts or whatever. People raise money for a reason. Okay, people raise money because it is what is needed. Like, you know, volunteerism is great and the time is great, but the money is also really important. And so if you want to be a part of those discussions in terms of where that money is going and how that money is spent, you have to exercise and wield that power, mama. Okay, and sometimes it may mean just under understanding the logistics of it and other times it may mean I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna raise some money right like maybe you have a school and it's under resourced and you notice that you need a few hundred dollars here or a few thousand dollars there you know you can go raise money right like that is absolutely within your power to do that and so that's part of what I'm talking about and also in terms of power I mean like galvanizing moms and getting them together because let me explain what is at stake here okay and that is there is a whole movement of people who want to defund our schools. Now, you may have heard about defunding the police, okay, and that being a big thing, but there are people who want to defund public schools. Take your taxpayer money and allocate it in another direction. That means the money may be going over here to a special school or a religious school or a charter school, but your baby's not getting it and my baby's not getting it and the average kid is not, you know, receiving and reaping the benefits of that. That is what I'm talking about. I am talking about understanding where your money goes, being educated about that process, and then showing up to make sure those dollars are spent for your kid, okay? Because your kid's education is at stake, your kid's future is at stake, and you have the power to move mountains and make a change. Okay, mama, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to show up. We are going to show out. We are going to be involved and engaged. We are going to come in full force. And these schools are going to be like, what is happening with these mamas? Look at all these mamas showing up and, you know, participating and volunteering. That is what we're going to do. We're going to use the full force of who we are as moms, using motherhood as a battle cry and a rallying cry to make sure our kids have what they need, to make sure our schools are equipped, and to make sure that our voices are heard, okay? We're going to not only have the seat at the table we gonna make a new table and pull up some seats and invite all the mamas to join us so mama I want you to join me on this mission it is not just about the individual it's about the collective we have to do this together but together I know that we can make some powerful things happen 
All right, mama, so that'll do it. I want you to make sure you are taking care of yourself, okay, pouring into yourself, and above all else, make sure you fill your cup. And until next time, mama, remember, motherhood is political. Head over to AskGardenia.com where you'll find useful resources and tips for busy moms on the go. 